Now we continue with Mile High Magazine. Here's your host, Murphy Houston. Hey, thanks for hanging in here. Welcome back to part two of Mile High Magazine for this beautiful-looking Sunday, and I am Murphy Houston. You know, the Donor Dash 5K Run for Life attracts thousands of participants of all ages from across the nation to honor the lives of organ, eye, and tissue donors. Celebrate the lives of organ, eye, and tissue recipients and recognize those who continue to wait for a life-saving transplant. Now, ensure to ensure the health and safety of participants, staff, volunteers, and community, the 2021 Donor Dash will be held virtually on Sunday, July 18th with an interactive in-person pickup event at Denver's Washington Park on Saturday, July 17th. And to talk more about that, joining us on Mile High Magazine today is Brianna DiPilato, Communication Coordinator at Donor Alliance. Did I say that right, Brianna? DiPilato? Very close. Very close. Deepalato. Yeah. Well, I'm Irish, you know. Bear with me on that one. We got it. And uh, she's kind of the boss at the Donor Alliance. And also is Tony Young from Parker, who's a heart and kidney recipient. And Tony's life was saved when he received a heart and kidney transplant in March 2020. He's once again found joy in being able to do the simple things that are easily taken for granted. He's sharing your story because of the hope one family gave him by turning the pain of losing a loved one into an opportunity to save lives. And Tony, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Well, let's get right to that story, Brianna, if you don't mind, since uh, you're with the Donor Alliance and you're the kind of the boss there. Uh, Tony, you had the heart tra- or the heart and kidney transplant. Can you tell us a bit about your story and the illness that led you to being added to the transplant waiting list? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, I'll try to make it <laughs> kind of brief because it really is about a 20-year transplant journey to get to the point where I actually required a transplant. But in my mid twenties, uh, I wound up having my first heart attack. Twenty um, in your twenties? Uh, Did you say twenties? Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah, not something I was necessarily expecting, and something that the doctors had a hard time diagnosing at first. So, and then I had a much more major heart attack at age thirty, Jeez. and that one required a stent placement, and that one really weakened my heart. So as time went on, uh, the heart enlarged, uh, certain walls didn't move, what they call an ejection fraction. So the amount of blood that your heart squeezes out with every pump uh, continued to get really low. Mm. So when I was uh, about 35, I got an interior cardiac defibrillator uh, placed in to help monitor my heart and if needed to shock my heart, if that was the case. Um and then a couple of years ago, I started deteriorating on my heart function pretty quickly. And a lot of the heart failure medications are really tough on your uh, kidneys. And, of course, as your heart begins to deteriorate, it really is hard on the other organs as they try to compensate. So, uh, unfortunately, I went into kidney failure. Oh, boy. Uh, so we switched uh, to another better interior cardiac defibrillator, hoping that would help maintain uh, my heart for as long as possible. But unfortunately, about December 2019, that's when, uh, after long hospitalization, it was decided that I needed to begin the transplant evaluation process. So we started that, uh, started all of the testing and the education and everything that goes into it. And boy, talk about drinking from a fire hose. Oh, boy. Um, there's a lot of information. There's a lot of testing. Um, and then, uh, unfortunately, in February of 2020, 
uh, I had sent an email to my cardiologist just telling her about how I was feeling about things. She had me come into the clinic that morning, and unfortunately, that's when she said, I'm going to have to hospitalize you. They ran what they call a, a right heart cath to measure pressures in your heart, and that's when they told me uh, that I would not be leaving the hospital with my native heart. Wow. And how old were you at this point? Uh, 45. Oh, man. That's a lot of years, 20 years. Um, do you have a family and kids and that normal life thing that most people live? Did you have that going on at the same time? Uh, not necessarily. Uh, yeah. I am, uh, yeah, no kids, so I didn't have that <clears throat> issue burden to have to worry about, uh, about, you know, am I leaving something behind for my kids? You know, what am I doing? How will I help raise them? So, right, right. You know, a lot of people who are awaiting transplant, I know they're very concerned about, you know, how am I going to be able to support my kids? Am I going to see my grandkids? You know, things like that. So, so now it becomes transplant time. And how does the, how does the Donor Alliance work in to help you with this? Uh, well, so the Donor Alliance plays a key role in a lot of ways. Uh, and Brianna can definitely speak to more of it, but um, with helping people, you know, when you go to the DMV and you register to be a, an organ, eye, and tissue donor, right. Donor Alliance plays a huge role in uh, getting people aware and getting people on that registry, as well as even if you don't do it at the DMV, there are other ways. There's a website that you can go to that you can register your decision uh, to be an organ, eye, tissue donor. They help raise awareness, uh, and for a lot of us uh, recipients, donor families, or those awaiting transplant, uh, there's a great source of support that comes from the Donor Alliance. Well, before we talk to Brianna more about what's happening with the Donor Alliance and the Donor Dash, you're still there, Brianna. I'm hooked on this story with Tony. <laughs> I'm here. He's got a great story to tell, so I'm listening as well. Oh, oh it's, it's unbelievable. So, okay, Tony, so now did you get the heart and the kidney at the same time from how? How did that all come about? So uh, in March, uh, the doctors came into my uh, room and told me that they had a donor offer they were willing to accept. Because I was getting two organs, they wanted to get them both from the same donor, which would reduce the chances of rejection. So uh, the plan initially was to have the heart transplant, which would take took about 12 hours, and then... Um, a day later, uh, I had the kidney transplant, which took about four hours. Right. So I was unconscious the whole time between the heart transplant and the kidney transplant, pretty much. But yeah, that was uh, that was how it worked out. Boy, and how has your life changed since then, my friend? Boy, it's been a whirlwind. Um, the recovery has been tough. I'm not going to lie, um, but the potential for what lays ahead of me, I'm still trying to figure out, still trying to explore, you know, after 20 years of having a bad heart, you know, right. I have no idea what I'm going to feel like, right. you know, trying to, actually feeling good when you wake up in the morning is a new experience to me right now. Yeah, I'll bet it is after all you've been through. Well, I'm glad you're healthier and yeah. thanks to the Donor Alliance and, and, and Brianna DiPilato, the communications coordinator of the Donor Alliance is with us. That's quite a story, Brianna. I bet you hear a lot of those. 
Yeah, I mean, Tony is one of nearly, I believe, 200 active advocates for life. So they're part of our volunteer program, and nearly all of them have an amazing story, um, all unique in their own way. Tony's, you know, two-time organ transplant, two organs that saved his life, um, and also during the time of COVID when it kicked off. So he has a really unique story to tell, yeah. but all 200 of our volunteers are connected to organized tissue donation in some way. Well, and let's find out more about the Donor Dash. This is a big deal. It's a big national deal. Talk a bit more about it. Talk about the history of it and what it means. Sure. You kicked it off in your intro there. The Donor Dash is an annual 5K Run for Life event, and we really try to just honor those who gave the gift of life, celebrate those who received a life-saving transplant like Tony, and recognize the folks that continue to wait. So while it is a 5K event, and that's what it's labeled as, the event really is so much more than that. It's really a time for people to come together, join as a team, run or walk in honor of their loved ones who've been touched by organ, eye, and tissue donation. Um, This year, it's the 22nd annual. So we've been doing this for 22 years now. Um, We actually kicked it off in year 2000 on Y2K, um, New Year's Day, with just a handful of participants. And now we've grown to thousands. Um, In a normal year, we'll have anywhere from four to 6,000 participants join us at Wash Park. It's really just a great event to raise awareness and honor, celebrate, and recognize the gift of life. Oh, exactly. Now, it's coming up at Wash Park on uh, Saturday, July 17th, but it's a little different this year. Talk more about that. It is. So the virtual 5K is Sunday, July 18th from 8 to 10 a.m., but you're right. On Saturday, July 17th, we're really encouraging folks to come in uh, to Wash Park in person for our new packet pickup event. Uh, It's ahead of the virtual 5K on that Sunday. We really would love to still see teams and participants come anywhere from 9 to 1.30, again, at Wash Park in Denver, uh, to come pick up their race packets, visit the Memorial Garden, uh, go visit the Wall of Honor, our exhibitor booth, and just enjoy being in Washington Park. We'll also have the children's area with activities like we typically do during a typical Donor Dash event. We just shifted it a bit. Uh, broaden that time frame a bit and you know that virtual 5k will still be in place on that sunday so you can gather with your teams in your neighborhood wherever you are run walk and then join us for the virtual program on our facebook page at donate life colorado facebook yeah. um, to get together and have that you know shared bubble release in honor of your loved one now do we have to uh, go to wash park to get involved is there a website we can go to get involved and then go to wash park to pick up all the goodies how does that work Sure, yeah, you can visit donoralliance.org slash donor dash. All of the information that we're talking about today is right on there, and you can also register through that site. So if you're really interested in signing up either as an individual or maybe you have a team in mind, you can go there, click the link, and register. And if you want to, you can come in person uh, on that Saturday to pick up your packets, participate in the activities, all of that, or you can get your packet mailed to you. So it's really up to you. We'd love to see as many people as we can throughout that day on Saturday. So, Tony, is this your first dash? Are you going to be down there? This is indeed my first dash, so I am uh, going to go down and uh, participate a little bit. Well, you should. I mean, uh... Last year, unfortunately, uh, I wasn't quite well enough, and, of course, as much as the pandemic was going on, you know, being immunosuppressed, I didn't, but I'm looking forward to going this year. Yeah, you know, my brother uh, had a kidney transplant uh, several years ago, and not through the Donor Alliance. It was kind of a unique story. He was at a graduation party with his son at a, the girlfriend's house, and he was telling people that he had a, a, a genetic health issue. His kidney was just blowing up, and he had to get it out, and they couldn't find a donor. He was on the list. And this lady overheard the conversation and says, I'll give you my kidney. And by God, the thing matched, and he got her kidney. 
and he's doing great. And that's a that's weird great. story. I mean, that's wow. that's a godlike story right there, I'll tell you. But talk yeah. kind of why people, there are people out there that want to be like this woman was for my brother, but they don't know how. So how do they get involved with the Donor Alliance so they can help other people like Tony? Sure, yeah. And um, so it's important to note, too, that we at Donor Alliance work with deceased donations. So we really encourage folks to sign up on that donor registry, as Tony mentioned earlier. So you can do that at the DMV, and you can do it now. When you renew or obtain your license or state ID, say yes to organizing tissue donation there. If you forgot, go to DonateLifeColorado.org, and you can hit the Become a Donor button and sign up anytime online. Um, if you're interested in living donation, like the woman who saved your brother's life and gave him the life-saving kidney, um, you can sign up through uh, going to your local transplant center. So we really encourage folks, talk to your doctor first, then go to the local transplant center. All of that information can also be found on DonateLifeColorado.org. And I have to ask and you, if I can go ahead. Add, if, you are, uh, if you are a living donor, um, the recipient's insurance typically pays for all the medical costs for the living donor. Oh, so that's good point, Tony. You don't have to worry about that financial burden. Yeah, good point. And I have one quick question. I guess, Brianna, this might go to you. Uh, I'm an older guy, but I've always been on my driver's license as a, a guy that would donate. Whatever you need it, take it. Mm-hmm. I don't obviously need it anymore. But now I'm being told, well, you're a little old now. Your organs probably aren't any good, and uh, your eyes are old. Is that true? Is there an age where it's like, don't even bother helping? Not at all, and we hear that all the time. Um, you can say yes and potentially save lives at any age. We've had organ donors actually well into their 80s. Wow. Um, a man well into his 90s this year saved somebody's life across the country. It wasn't in Colorado, but it, it saved somebody else's life through organ donation. So you don't need to be young to be able to save lives. And you have to remember, too, tissue donation is also something that is life-saving and life-healing. And as you get older, you are still eligible to donate that. So we encourage folks, you know, don't rule yourself out. Say yes now and let the medical professionals decide at the time. Well, that's a good way to finish it right now. And I feel better that I'm still on my driver's license saying I'm, you're, you're, you're getting it whether you like it or not. <laughs> just, just, just take it. Hey, Tony, congratulations, my friend. I'm sorry you had to go through so much for so many years, but I'm glad that you're on the road to recovery. Appreciate you here. Brianna Lotto of the Donor Alliance, appreciate it. The big event's coming up July 17th and 18th at Wash Park. Be there. Be involved. And you guys uh, have a good time. Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks so much. You're more than welcome. And thank you, guys. It's Mile High Magazine. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I'm Murphy Houston, and we'll talk to you next week.